What's going on, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Juvie Podcast. 126 Saturdays in a row. Yep. What are we doing? 126. That's crazy. Absolutely insane. All right, you guys clicked on the title of this video because I'm assuming you're sitting here and you're like, is my dopamine levels messed up? Why am I so addicted to my screen? How can I stop scrolling? Well, we don't have all the answers, but today we're going to talk about it and we're going to discuss it. Hopefully, we can come out with some answers. But before we dive into all this research and knowledge that we've done, Josh, how can they support us? Today, guys, you can support us by clicking the like on this video, making sure to leave a comment telling us how much you loved it, and also subscribe to our channel. That's the main thing. Also, something that helps more than you'd realize is clicking that notification bell so you can get notified for every single upload we post. Also, on any social, or sorry, on any listening platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you want, whatever you listen to, give us a follow, give us a review. Uh, if you leave a review, we will read it on the podcast Bam. Um, every single week. We have too much to get into on this episode, so we're not going to be reading them, but I'm sure there's some sitting there. So if you left a review last week, do not worry. It will get read it on will. the following episode. All right. So last night, we've been out of the studio for a while. The last episode we did was kind of like a summer recap. So this yeah. is our first one back where we've we've researched the topic. And usually if we're doing a double recording like we are today, Josh will do an episode, I'll do an episode, we'll prep. Each one each one of us will prep an episode. Yeah. And last night I was laying in bed and I was like, what am I going to talk about? Like, what is something that like either I've been working on that like matters to me right now or something I'm interested in? And recently I've been working really, really hard to cut down my screen time. Yeah. So last week I come back from my vacation. I'm like, all right, I'm getting back into swinging things. I have a super busy week. I'm like, how can I maximize my time? I'm like, where's my time going that I is a waste of time, right? Yeah. If you look at like like our friend Tim Chusano, right? The man has 48 hours and 24 hours. Yeah. I'm convinced that he has double the amount of time as everyone. Seriously. But the truth of the matter is he doesn't. We all have the same 24 hours. He so just I'm knows like, how to utilize it. That's it. I'm like, he doesn't watch TV. I'm like, okay, yeah. well, that, that's one thing, right? We all do that. We all watch TV. Yeah. Tim's beating us there. So Because like, TV okay. is great. TV is great. There's nothing wrong. What I want to preface before this, there's nothing wrong with being on your phone, joining in some entertainment, but all in moderation. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. I'm going to do something that's going to hurt my ego. I'm going to go and I'm going to check my screen time and I'm going to go through and see what apps am I just doom scrolling on. Yeah. Doom scrolling has become this term that I've just heard recently over the last few months, which is when you just get sucked into the cycle of just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. It feels like doom scrolling when you do it. It's impossible Excuse to me. stop. Almost impossible. But today, I brought some tricks that can help us all. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I'm looking at my screen time and I'm like, over seven hours. Wow. Like, that is a lot of time. Yeah. I'm like, all right. How can I figure out how to chop this in half or more? Yeah. So I set myself a goal. I said, all right, I'm going to stay under four hours this entire week. Day one, did it. Day two, did it. Day three, did it. I'm on day four. And it has not been that hard. But the thing that's helped me the most is making the conscious decision of I'm not going to click on Instagram right now. Yeah. And what it is, is it's just thinking about the action you're doing. Yeah. Because I think a lot of the time, and I think you you can agree with this, and you guys listening as well, is like you get on your phone, you click on Instagram without even realizing it, right? It's like this subconscious, like yeah. you're not even thinking about what you're doing. And it's weird because you can also be engaging in other entertainment. Yeah. Like you could be watching YouTube or Netflix on the TV, and you're like, yeah, I just need something to do with my hands. And you right. just scroll on something, or you'll right. play a game, or whatever, like whatever it be. Sometimes my mind just needs to like... The, like the movement of the scrolling, it just like tricks me and like, do you know what, you know what I'm is? saying? It's do you like, know what that is? What? So in my deep research, I found that that is a hit of dopamine. Okay. And 
for everyone, I'm not gonna sit here and act like I know what I didn't know what the you know what dopamine exactly yeah. was. I knew I knew the idea of it, but dopamine is a key neurotransmitter involved in reward pathways, right? So it's when you're sitting there, you feel like you're not doing anything, and you need to give your your brain a hit, a reward, yeah. right? Memory it so it rewards pathways of memory, motivation, and movement. Thus, the short-term dopamine-driven feedback loops lure users into coming back for more, feeding into social media addictions. Okay. So this term, short-term dopamine feedback loop, it sounds like, wow, you just, like, that was a whole lecture. Yeah. But essentially what it is, is our brain feeds off of dopamine, right? Happiness is a feeling caused by dopamine, yeah. right? So there's natural forms of dopamine, and then there's artificial, which is most of us, our dopamine rushes come from artificial things like scrolling. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, how can I literally just cut my screen time in half? Because I'm like, I have so much to do, and I don't, I can't afford to be sitting there two hours a day on Instagram, right? Yeah. I was like, I have too many things that I want to do that I'm like, this is stupid. But I figured out, not only did I need to make the conscious decision of I'm not going to click on Instagram right now, it was then the self-control of when I got into the sucking, the sucked into the scrolling trap, Yeah. it was then making the conscious decision, what am I to doing? Stop. To yeah. stop. And then to get off. And as soon as I like got in the habit of that, right? they say it takes 30 days to break a habit, it can yeah. take 18 to 200 days to build one. I'm convinced you can build one in 30 days. If you yeah. really, really you know, stay true to it. Also, it takes 30 days to break a habit, but that doesn't mean you have to like wait to start breaking. Like you, like right. I know a lot of people be like, "Oh, after 30 days of just like hoping that I'm done, it will like it'll be less." Yeah, you got to consciously really like work hard to break that over those 30 days. Well, I'm convinced when you're breaking a habit, you need to be building one that is the opposite, like a counter habit. Yeah, I, I'm convinced because I think breaking habits is a hard thing when you don't have a counter habit that yeah. you're building. Yeah, because then it leaves a gap in your mind what's you're going to want to fill that with the same thing. Like right. you need to take something unhealthy, but fill it with something healthy that can be just as exciting for your brain or whatever right. you're trying to do. Otherwise you're just going to fall back into that, that previous habit. Well, a great example that if we want to take it out of the technology, right, it's nicotine. Right? Yeah. So people, a lot of our generation is hooked on vapes. Okay. I want to stop vaping. Let me start smoking cigarettes. What that's doing is it's filling a bad habit with another, another bad, habit. bad habit instead of, I mean, there's other nicotines are really hard one. I can't speak on it cause I've never been in that place. But anyways, what I did with the, with the technology one is I was like, okay, so dopamine, how can I get natural dopamine rushes? Yeah. I, I'm convinced that a lot of the time when we're searching for a feeling, a lot of the time the good feelings comes from dopamine, right? Yeah. I'm like, okay, what can I what can I replace it with? I'm like, okay, well I hear people this thing called a running high, which is basically your body gets into such a dopamine rush with running, like yeah. the physical act of running, that you get into this thing called a running high. And I'm like, that's BS. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way that all of a sudden the running is gonna start feeling really good. Yeah. But I'm like, who am I to say? I've never I've never I've never done this. Yeah. So on my first day of cutting my screen time in half. I was like, all right, I'm going to I'm gonna run three miles. Now, I haven't run in a really long time, yeah. but in about a month, I'm doing a tough mutter. Apparently, it's nine miles, 100 obstacles. In Reading? No, in SoCal. Okay. And I'm like, well, this is I need to start training for that. Yeah. So it was half breaking habit and half building one. So I'm like, okay. Well, I ran three miles. I, I never got the high part. I never got the, the running high. Yeah. I got the dopamine rush, though. And I realized when I got back, every time that I had the urge, which is the addiction, to grab my phone, I it, it became easier and easier when I had replaced it with another dopamine rush. Yeah. Because what I'm convinced is that our bodies, we can't just cut out something when it's a natural need like dopamine. Yeah. Right? It's like a neurological thing that we all need. Yeah, because there's nothing wrong with dopamine. People just fill it in the wrong way. Well, there's artificial dopamine. Yeah. It, but, it, it, you know, our brain gets in the cycle of it. So no running high on the first day. I'm like, well, some, 
I mean, second day. Got to do it again. Yeah. So I went out there the second day, and I started, like, by mile, I was running, I was, I'm doing three miles. I'm like, all right, by mile two, I'm feeling dead. Like, I'm yeah. not feeling this high thing. So day two, nothing. But my screen time is going down, right? Yeah. So it goes from, the first day was, like, three hours, 50 minutes. Now we're down to three hours, 30 minutes. Then day three, I'm like, okay, didn't run. We went, we went up to Woodward. We'll talk about that in the, in the episode. Got enough yeah. dopamine from that. We got enough dopamine. So then this morning, I'm like, oh, dude, day four, I'm feeling great about the screen time, right? My screen time's down a ton. And I'm like, I'm going to do the running thing again, bro. I get out there, put in a mile, two miles. By mile three, all of a sudden, I start to feel really, really good. Like energetic? I've never been high of other substances, so yeah, I don't, don't know, know what to compare it to. But all I can say is that I felt very light and the running felt good, yeah. which sounds crazy. Me on day one, guys, this is four days in, so it's like not that much. Four days in, 12 miles accumulative. I was convinced on day one that there was no such thing. Yeah. Today, I realized that it's like it, you when you're consciously thinking this is a dopamine rush while it's happening, you feel it. And yeah. Dude, I, that third mile, I was like, it was like I was running on clouds. Like I yeah. was like, what this is like crazy yeah well that's that's like the same thing happens like playing sports right like if you think back to when we played soccer we would run miles and miles and miles in a game oh yeah by the end of the game we'd be tired but we would still be sprinting and you feel good. and you feel good you like don't feel heavy you don't feel tired you're just like you're sprinting because you need to so yeah. it's like you found that runner's high but also as stuff like that i think it's cool because if it doesn't happen the first time you're then really excited for it to happen. You'll keep doing that. And then by the end of it, you won't even need the feeling of the high. Yep. Because you've already started getting that habit of habit. needing it eventually. So you're just going to keep doing it, keep doing it, and keep doing it until you find that. And then eventually you will. Um, yeah. But like, even if you don't, you're still going to keep looking for it. Exactly. And I think what I've realized in like this whole, this whole situation is I think more often than not, when we're in these mental battles, it is a you versus you thing. Yeah. Right? In this situation I'm explaining right now, there is no one else involved. It's me versus my screen time. Yeah. Which sounds like it's a human versus thing, but it's actually a battle that is just me versus me. I have to sit there and make the conscious decision. Instead of scrolling, I'm going to go run. Yeah. There's no other human involved in that situation. Yeah, right? it's true because nobody else on earth, legitimately, nobody else on earth is affected by your screen time. Exactly. You're the only person it affects, and you're the only person who thinks about it. Nobody else cares. It's like if you're trying to cut your screen time, you're trying to cut it down for yourself because that's like the person whose screen time it is. You know, right? What I, I think what it comes back to is I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna be speaking like Gen Z is gonna be listening, and I think what it is is it's one of the things that I think I'm consciously continuing to realize when I get asked because I think both of us in the podcasting world, especially when people hear we're talking to Gen Z. They assume that we're trying to fix a problem. Yeah. And so a lot of the questions we get asked is, and, and it's usually from older generations, is what what are you trying to fix with Gen Z or what is wrong with Gen Z? And my simple answer is there's nothing wrong. There are things that we lack. Yeah. That's nothing new. Every generation has had things they lack. If I were to put into words or put into one word what Gen, what Gen Z lacks most is discipline. Yeah. And, and it, it's such a broad term but I think if you key it down to every situation, especially this one, right? It's me replacing an artificial dopamine source with a natural one. That It takes discipline, right? Yeah. And usually discipline is displayed in making the harder decision. 
And what I've been realizing a lot recently in a bunch of different situations is majority of the time, the decision that feels harder doesn't have instant gratification. Yeah. And it's usually the one that's healthier and usually the easier choice. Not only does it feel easier, it usually comes with some type of instant gratification that feels really good in the moment. Yeah. But I'm realizing any long-term play that you're trying to make in any type of situation, a relationship, a business move, exactly the situation with the dopamine, you have to be thinking ahead. Yeah. You have to be thinking, all right, what am I going to do now that in the future this is going to work or this is going to – like I'm going to be glad that I did it then. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's even – yeah, thinking ahead can mean that far in the future or just by the end of the day. Exactly. Where it's like this is going to make me feel so much better at the end of the day if I don't spend six hours on my phone. Exactly. Because the same thing happened to me with – I. so I used to not be a big reader. I didn't like reading. And I know that's the case for a lot of like kids my age, I feel like. Yeah. It's like – People think that reading's boring because they could just go watch YouTube. Yeah. I was the same way until I started reading a book. And then I started reading it and I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good, but I still would rather be on my phone. After reading it more and more, now it's like, I only want to read this book. So I bring it everywhere with me yeah. and I get so much dopamine from this book that it like it's replaced so much social media in my mind. Yep. And it's like people, I feel like a lot of people don't give chances to things they feel like they won't like, even if they haven't tried it. Because mm-hmm. that's what I was doing with reading. Yeah. 100%. Like, I knew there'd be a book that I'd like, but I wasn't giving it a chance because I had better options. How long do you think you need to dedicate to this thing of giving it a chance? I think for something to start building in your life, you only need to give it a few minutes a day at the beginning. Because if you give it a little bit of time and then stop, you're going to leave yourself wanting more by the next day. Yeah. Um. So I was talking with our friend Ethan, who's reading Atomic Habits, and he said... um if you want to start building a habit of going to the gym, go five minutes in a day and then leave the next day, go five minutes and then leave. And that's going to keep building in your mind, wanting to do more. And then eventually you'll start like craving more and craving more. And that's going to build that habit with what you're trying to build. hundred percent. Um, so start small. Don't try and force yourself into reading all day. Cause then you're going to burn out. Yeah. Or like if you force yourself into doing anything, you're going to burn out. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, everything in moderation, but it's like, if you want to break a habit, you can. Yep. You want to know a scary fact? Yeah. What do you think? Well, let me get this up. What do you think the average attention span of Gen Z is? 14 minutes. 2.7 minutes. No way. Yep. How is that measured? I, I'm, I mean, it's scientifically. They probably, they can probably measure it from a bunch of different things. You said 2.7 minutes? Yep. So not even three minutes. I want to test this for myself. I'm going to do it after we record. I don't know how you test it, but I'm assuming it's like, like, what do you just stare at a wall and see how long you can do it for? Like, yeah. how is attention? That's actually a good question. How is it measured is a great question. But on average, 2.7 minutes. That's crazy. Yeah, really crazy, right? Wow. Unless it's something like TikTok. Right. But that's, but I think what it would, I think what, in a TikTok term, it would be like, how many people would finish a three-minute video? Yeah. Right? Because the thing is, you could have a 2.7-minute, um, what's it called, attention span, but TikTok videos are super short. And you watch. like So you refresh, refresh, refresh. You scroll like 30 times in 2.7 yeah. minutes. You know what I mean? Exactly. How crazy is that? All right. And then what do you think the average screen time of Gen Z is? Ooh, it's definitely not 2.7 minutes. <laughs> um, a day. 7.5. Nine hours. So 
You guys want to do some scary math with me? All right, stick with me for a second. Let's do nine times seven. That's 63 hours. Damn. Let's put that into perspective. That means majority of people are spending two and a half days in a week. Hold on. Let me say it again. Two and a half days in a week on your phone. Dude, that is crazy. Two and a half days, dude. Do we realize that we only have seven days in a week? I know. So and also, we're two of them. Yeah, we're not here saying you guys are doing that. We're saying we've done that. Like, oh yeah, a lot. I saw a thing yesterday, and it's like we blame society, but we are society. <laughs> Seriously, like, we can't sit here saying we know all the answers. We're, like, we're, we're part of society. We point we the are. finger at Gen Z. We are Gen Z. Yeah, guys, we're we talking about this like, oh, we're all having a fun conversation. Like that. Except- that doesn't scare me for other people. That scares me for me because I know the amount of times I've spent two days a week. Yeah, dude. All right, so let's now let's break it down to what. If we all were to cut our screen time down, let's okay. just cut nine hours and a half, okay? Yeah. So you do 4.5 times seven, okay? You're still spending a day on your phone a week. Dang. Dude, a day. That's like a lot of time. You do a lot of stuff in a day. That's what I'm saying. So I think, and this is where it gets a little bit more serious. I mean, we're having fun with this, yeah. right? But I think ultimately Gen Z is very, very distracted, Yeah. right? And I think a distracted generation is a very powerless generation. And if we're just saying that in a fun way, just know people are profiting off of our powerlessness. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent, right? So if we don't have the discipline to make conscious decisions of I'm scrolling, I need to get off my phone, someone is making money off of you. Yeah. So this is no longer a you versus you situation when someone else is profiting. Now, if you're okay to be scrolling on your phone two days a week, which is the average, two days, then you, someone's making money off you and yeah. you feel okay about that, that's fine. But what you need to know is that the more we're distracted, the more other people are making money, and the faster that you get disciplined and you're not distracted, you will be the one making money. Yeah. And I, I 100% guarantee it. It's true. I think like when I talk, I talk with a lot of business owners every single week, right? And a lot of the questions I ask because I'm trying to bring able to get like information educated on myself and then be able to bring it to you guys as well is the number one thing that very successful business owners are looking for when they're hiring is a disciplined employee that can solve problems yeah you know how you don't get fired you don't come to your boss with problems yeah you solve the problem that's your job right and you need to be disciplined enough to figure out okay what is the problem here how do i solve it yeah i guarantee you if you never come to your boss with problems and you're disciplined you're not going to get fired it's true unless they're cutting everyone you're not getting fired right it's true and it's as simple as, I think a lot of it is like, we don't, a lot of us, including me, a lot of the time, we're not thinking. Yeah. Like, we're not thinking about what we're doing. Two days a week, bro. That's crazy. I was sitting in bed and I was like, that, that's that been me. Yeah. Like, I've probably spent a month on my phone and that makes me so angry at myself. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it is crazy because it's like, the amount of people I've heard, myself, very much so included. Yeah seeing something online and being like, oh, that looks so sick. I'd love to try that. Like maybe a business idea or a type of content to create. It's like, oh yeah, I'd love to try that. Keep scrolling. Never think about it again. That's yeah. why I was consciously like, so I started this thing. I, I'm sure everybody has heard about it. It's called affiliate marketing. Yeah. Um, because I saw it on TikTok and I actually made the conscious decision. I'm going to stop watching videos about it and just try it. Yep. Um, and I got, th- I've on my Pinterest account right now, just from one pin, I got 35,000 impressions in a week. And all you had to do was make the conscious decision of, I'm going to start stop learning how yeah, to do this, right? exactly. I haven't made money from it yet, but that's already showing progress on something that a lot of yeah. people won't find yet. So it's like, 
Yeah, watching 10 videos on something doesn't count as learning if you're not putting that learning into action. 100%. Like, you can learn whatever you want, but if you're not doing anything with what if, you've learned, it's yeah, useless. If you can't apply it, it doesn't matter. All right, let's take it one step farther. Two days a week, okay? okay? How many days a year? 96. Bro, almost, almost a third of the year. On your phone. That, like, I'm sorry, but if that is not a wake-up call that we all need to be cutting our screen time in half, I don't know what else is. Like, if that doesn't literally scare you yeah. and make you stressed out. So you're telling me you want to spend 9,000 plus days in a decade on your phone? Oh, dude, I, I literally, like, I was sitting in bed like, I'm going to cut my screen time in half again. Like, and not only that, I work on my phone yeah. so much. Like, I've been having to, like, make, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm literally don't need to be sitting on my emails right now. Yeah. Like, unless I'm here to respond, I don't. And I think it's just, like, it, it sometimes it, it was interesting about, you were just saying this about watching the videos, is we get this, a lot of us get this false sense of productivity because we're scrolling on YouTube watching educational videos. Yeah. But we all know that most of us are not applying what these educational videos are teaching us. Therefore, it's false productivity, which, again, is false dopamine. It yeah. feels like, oh, I'm doing something right now. I'm, I'm making something happen in my future. No, you're not. No. I, I've been that guy. No, yeah, you're not. not. We're sitting there and we're watching YouTube videos and it makes us feel really good. If you watch an hour of YouTube videos... To make that make sense, you need them to be at least doubling your time and applying those skills, right? Exactly. So, I mean, I did the same thing for marketing. I learned all my marketing stuff off of YouTube. For the first month, it felt really good to just watch videos. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, I I have to build the business now. Yeah. <laughs> so then all those hours, I was like, Frank, that was kind of a waste of time. Now I need to be able to go and apply it, you know? Yeah, because you can learn as much as you want, but if you're not actually doing anything with it, then you've got useless information filling your head for no reason. It's it's false productivity. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is like this artificial feeling. Yeah. And and I think what worries me, and I don't mean in a powerless way because I feel like we're having this conversation because we want to be problem solvers, but I think what worries me is a generation that grows up on this, Yeah. right? So we we are growing up on it in a sense, but I just think of my little sister, right? They're not really writing papers anymore in school. Yeah. They're typing stuff. All right, that's one thing. But you have to think two, uh, two days a week now, bro, you don't think that's going to get more? It's going to be two weeks a month in, in five years. And then you have to think VR. That's screen time. Like, it... it I, I want to have this conversation now. Dude, I don't expect all you guys to go out and sc- cut your screen time in half because I know you guys aren't going yeah. to. Right? Like, but I, I mean, I hope you are. But I think our goal when we talk about things like this is to make everyone at least think about it and at least like be conscious of what you're doing. So yeah. I hope you get off this video. And I know y'all are going straight to TikTok after this. Yeah. But when you're scrolling on TikTok, at least think about it. Right, it's, my- it's, it is true, though. No matter what, you guys are going to be scrolling TikTok and being like, did I really just spend nine hours on TikTok? Dude. Crazy. All right. So my last my last point that I wanted to talk about um, on this subject is all right. So we've talked about the problem. Now, what's the what is the action we're supposed to do? And I don't want to make it just like just about screen time. But I think something that I've realized recently is one of our main responsibilities as a young person is to learn self-discipline. Yeah. And Apply that to anything, right? You're playing school sports and you want to become the best, you need discipline, right? You want to go and you want to go to law school eventually? Well, you need discipline when you're in high school. And I think more and more, the people that are becoming successful younger have learned the simple thing of making the hard decision and being disciplined in whatever you're doing, whatever you're doing, right? 
for us to do 125 weeks straight, it took discipline. There's weeks that we don't want to be sitting in here. There's days that we don't want to be sitting in. Yeah. We love to just still be on vacation. We love to be spending our summer like every other teenager, but we have the discipline and we also have a responsibility. Yeah. And I think what I've realized is responsibility builds character. So if I sit here and I never take on responsibility, I'm not actually building into the man that I want to become, right? And yeah. same for all you guys listening out there is it's like we want responsibility feels like pressure, but pressure is the only thing that builds character. Yeah, it's true. And, and I mean character in the sense of if there's a place I want to be. This When I'm 25, I want to be this guy. Well, I need to start taking on the responsibility slowly of what this guy does. Yeah. So by the time that I'm 25, I am that guy. Do you know Exactly, what I mean? yeah, because responsibility and discipline as different things, they completely go hand in hand. hand, in hand because you can't have responsibilities without the discipline to take right. care of them right and you can't have discipline without taking the responsibility and getting yourself to that point like you have to have a good mix of both otherwise your responsibilities are going to turn into um what's it called like a hindrance on your life yeah when a responsibility doesn't need to be that way at all yeah like i know a lot of people thrive off a of responsibility because it gives them like a purpose of their day it gives them a purpose of that right. even hour but like if you don't have the discipline to do that, it's going to turn into a hindrance. It's going to turn into something that you're going to end up hating in yeah. a month. Like, yep. you should never hate your responsibilities unless it's really something that is pretty rough. But like, if you've got responsibilities that you should be enjoying, then it's and you're not, then it's probably because you're lacking discipline. Well, and I think it's one of those things. I I think this is played out in a lot of different things, but I think especially with responsibility, the more you delay it, the more you avoid it. Yeah, it, it's anything. It's like we procrastinate things that we don't want to do, and so I would think, why is it that I don't want to do this? Is this something that I can actually avoid in the sense of not making it something that I have to do? Yeah, and I don't mean that in like avoiding situations that you don't want to deal with. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is it's like make. Think about it. If I have this thing in front of me, why is it that I don't want to do that? Why am I procrastinating it? Is yeah. it because I believe I'm not good at it? Well, that's something I can fix, right? Is it just something I thoroughly do not enjoy? Well, then why am I doing it? Yeah. Like, if I have to wake up and do a job every single day, there is, there's always a problem to be solved. I'm yeah. very convinced of that. Like, any situation, there's a way to solve it. I mean, I can't. I, it, it's a very broad statement, and I think there is things that we can't solve. And I think there's just things that are out of our control. But I think more often than not, taking control of the situation looks like thinking about it. Yeah. Way. Like, what's the first thing that makes me want to avoid this, yeah. right? Because also, if you can't change the situation, change your mindset. 100%, yeah. Like, if it's a situation that you're locked in, you can't do anything about it, you might as well make the most of it. Yeah. Because if nothing's going to change, then all you're going to do is just get more depressed and more upset and more upset. If you just kind of change and be like, well... I have to do this, then maybe you'll start looking at it in a different way. Like right. instead of it feeling like, oh, I can't believe I have to do this. It's just a powerless it's just, way It's just it's a powerless way of thinking. Like yeah. you need to just take control of it. As soon as you take control of something, then funnily enough, you have control of it's, that thing. No, it's really crazy how it works, <laughs> but that is how it works. It is how it, it works. It's, it's crazy. Like once you start thinking about something, it actually it sometimes starts changing. Yeah. It's really crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in. If you like episodes like this where we basically just pick one topic, one idea, one thing that we're working on, and we talk about it with you guys, please let us know in the comments. If you guys have any other episode ideas similar to this, shoot us a DM. We're always looking to talk about what you guys want to hear. Yeah. That's the main goal of the show here. We have another episode to record after this, but I hope you guys are having a fantastic summer. I hope you guys are sticking to all those goals 
goals that you told yourself at the beginning of the summer that you were going to do. Yep. I know some of you guys wanted to go make five grand, ten grand this summer. I hope you guys are doing that. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Follow us on all social media at Jimmy Podcast. We love you guys. Bye. That's a wrap. That's a wrap.